Welcome to this week in Lebanon Warrior Sports here on the all-new LebanonWarriors.com and ESP Media Powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer, and we are joined once again by Lebanon Athletic Director Keith Pantling. Uh, Keith, good to talk to you again. How are we after a full week of sports action? <laughs> uh, well, just looking forward to another one, I guess. Uh, not much turnaround time. We're back in the swing of things, and um, we don't have much at home till later in the week, but figuring out tickets for our away events and um, we got a big cross-country meet coming up um, on Saturday, so just working on some logistics and things to uh, get everything ironed out and keep this thing going. How challenging is that for you to not only have to you know, get everything planned as you normally would in normal times, but now also with everything else going on, trying to figure out those logistical things? How big of a challenge is that? Yeah, it's very – It's um, you know, there's a lot to think about, especially me being new to the district. Um, on top of just running event, then you have um, to all, everyone's got to work together to figure out the COVID-19 uh, aspect of all of this. So um, kind of double duty. And then also we're in a new conference. So yep. it's kind of the trifecta there, if you will, to um, just try to work ahead and be proactive and think of all the, all the little uh, intricacies that, that go into planning athletic events um, from buses to how we enter the stadium to mm -hmm. symptom checks and all that stuff. So, uh, we've gotten through a home football, we've, we've gotten through volleyball, we've gotten through soccer, and now uh, our cross-country event is coming up Saturday. So we've kind of turned the page to work on that one here today and tomorrow. Um, and uh, we're not going to have spectators for it, but we're welcoming a lot of kids to campus, and uh, we want to make that a memorable event for them. Well, let's get in right to it. Let's start with cross country. Uh, boy, what a weekend this past weekend at the uh, Bob Schull Invitational uh, the boys win the team event, girls finish second, but Faith Duncan wins an individual title for the girls. That's a pretty darn good start to the season, is it not? Yeah, it was. And actually, um, in the boys event, we had a freshman, uh, Damian Wall, who who came in second in that boys open, um, just a freshman, which is just remarkable. So top to bottom, they uh, they train really hard. They, uh, as I mentioned before, Coach Birkin and his staff do a tremendous job. So um, just looking forward to following them and finally getting to watch them run here on, on Saturday on our home turf. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, tennis, tennis right now, a bit of a tough start to, to the season, but still a long way to go. Uh, how are they working as far as getting themselves going before they uh, head into the uh, the ECC gauntlet? Yeah, they're. I mean, they're training hard. Um, I'm looking forward to watching them this week. Um, it's been a busy few weeks, so I'm, I'm excited to get to see them play this week. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be checking up on that. It's, it's, a, it's a very tough conference. Uh, as as they'll soon find out, uh, golf teams. It's basically interesting with golf. Golf. You know, we, we talk about everything being scheduled and re rescheduled, reworked, and all of that. Golf's basically at the halfway point of the season, which is 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 crazy to think about, given how much everything's been moved around. Uh, in talking to the coaches, where do they feel like the team's at right now? What do they want to see as they uh, head into the second half of the season and and head towards the postseason in about a month or so? Yeah, well, looking at the weather uh, forecast, they're just hoping they get some matches in this week. It's looking a little bit turbulent, but, um, you know, I think they kind of find their, their lanes here now and, and who's, the, who's in the top spot, who's two, who's three, kind of the, the roster kind of gets solidified. Um, and they're just trying to all improve those portions of their game that can kind of take them to the next level and, and find strokes where they can. So they're looking to just get into that groove and, and um, you know, keep a, a level of competitiveness in terms of the roster to see who's going to make that, that final uh, roster when you go into the postseason. Um, so that competitive, that competitiveness um, continues to, to, to breed 
um, excellence, if you will, as they as they compete on a day in day out basis with each other, um, and, and it has improved scores. Sure, and when the, this season is like this with with golf, when it seems like every every day, if not every other day, there's a different meet somewhere else at some different golf course. As you said, you're trying to get as many matches as you can. How important then are the coaches stressing just that consistency? night in yeah. and night out there because you don't really have a lot of off time to practice and work on your games off to the side. Sure. And then not only that, you know, with, uh, we have, a, we had a lot of, uh, coming from the G walk, we had a lot of uh, G walk events scheduled and then they ended up going uh, conference only. So we had some shuffling around of the schedule and it's very inconsistent this year in terms of uh, turnaround time. You may, you know, where you typically went, you know, every other day for a week, we're now playing two in a row and then taking four days off type of thing. So um, keeping a club in their hands and getting um, some practice strokes in uh, in between events has been really crucial as well. Let's move on to the pitch. Uh, girls soccer off to a very nice start, uh, unbeaten in first three. They're going to take on the defending league champions in Anderson uh, upcoming this week uh, when they when you see this get going right in the early stages of the conference schedule you get the league champ really right at the start are they looking at this game as a way to send a message to the ECC that hey we're a player here we're we're here to be taken seriously or is it maybe a little too early in the season to look at it that way you know i think i think uh coach has them grounded i think they're just looking to to be the best that they can possibly be and um they know the schedule is going to be tough their non-conference schedule has been tough, and um, I think they're just working every day to, to be the best they can be. And, and certainly, they want to show off what they're capable of. But um, you know, I don't think they make any one game more important than another. I think they're just on that um, climbing of the mountain, if you will, to just get better as the season goes on. Um, but they've had they've had tremendous success so far. Um, Danny Hicks was named the Inquirer uh, Player of the Week this week for girls soccer after her hat trick uh, versus Edgewood and. They have a ton of ton of ton of talent, and um, coach um, does a great job getting them ready. Over on the boys' side, they're also going to take on Anderson a little bit later in the week, and then you you go to head, take on Hamilton on uh, Saturday. You, you look at a schedule like this, you know, two games in three days. When you talk to the coaches, and even maybe even seeing it yourself during during your times and seeing various high school events in this time that we're in, how important is that off season conditioning? when you get into the season like this and you've got a game a day in between to train and then another, another game uh, right after that. Sure. It's absolutely crucial. And then uh, we've been talking a lot about hydration. You just see all the, you know, in the past two weeks, how much time we didn't have together in the off season uh, to continue to remind kids on hydration and things. The, the number of cramps has certainly been up and, and, and you can't really blame the weather because it's been kind of mild for August um, hmm. for the most part. So um that's also been been kind of difficult. Um, the boys, I think, to the the, the schedule. Uh, we just mentioned playing Hamilton Saturday. We just booked that about four days ago. Mm -hmm. um, so we had Walnut Hills, who's kind of in limbo, and then we also had some non-conference games scheduled with the G Walk as well. So there's parts in our schedule where we're taking a week off, and others where we have to play three three games in six days, types of things. So. Um, again, very unique and kind of new challenges that um, our coaching staffs are facing, but they're taking them head on. And at the end of the day, the kids are just excited for the opportunity and, and the fact that they're playing. So, What does it say about the kids that they're able to adjust on the fly like this? As you said, you just added Hamilton to the schedule within the last week. 
and they're they're you know now they have to prepare for it. What does it say about the kids? Well, I'm glad they didn't have any vacations planned for Labor Day <laughs> weekend. That was huge. Um, but um, they're just resilient. They just they just want to play. You know, we keep throwing different things at them, restriction after restriction, and then you know, limited tickets and everything's just abnormal. And they just continue to show up and practice and and work hard and and um, you know they just have a love for the game. And you just want to see this thing continue. And we appreciate all the parents and their compliance with with the requests and, and coming to games and wearing their masks and, and sitting apart from each other because, um, you know, if, if knock on wood, these things can, can continue, this is, uh, this is going to get all the way to the end of the season for these kids, which is what we're hoping for. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, what I want to talk about there, it's an interesting point there that you bring up there. All, all the parental all the parents, you know, how, how they go into this, they've got to adjust from one thing to the next, to the next. They still want to come and support their kids. They've had to be just as flexible as anybody uh, throughout this pandemic. How, what would you say has been the, the atmosphere around you know, just the parents seeing, wanting to see their kids play? Maybe they can't have as many family members come as they would like, sure. but still getting out there and, and trying to support their kids as much as possible. Yeah, I, th- I think for the most part, they're they're just appreciative for the opportunity. Um, I think we were so close to having the, the plug pulled and they saw what happened to some, you know, friends or their own kids who were playing spring sports that um, there's an appreciation for just being able to play. So I, I, I think they appreciate all the work that the district's doing and and the leadership's doing to, to make sure we're doing it and doing it safely. Um, there's a few that would like to have a few choice words with the state, as you can imagine, but yeah. um, you know, that's, that's with anything. So overall, I think everyone's just very appreciative to be playing um, and create some sort, sort of normalcy for these kids, especially the seniors. We moved up a lot of the senior days. We've already had volleyball um, senior day and mm-hmm. have some others coming up this week um, just to create that experience, just not knowing uh, what's, what's, you know, coming. So I think there's there's that sense of appreciation from the students too that uh, you don't know when your last game is and um, so that's been good to see. I think there's just a lot of positive energy around playing and and, and appreciation for game day. Speaking of volleyball, off to a two and zero start in a brand new league. We talked last week about the success they had in in the G Walk and you know they start this year as I said win a couple of league games early on, including a four set win over the, the co-champs from last year in Turpin. Uh, how if, if they looked at this early part of the schedule, it's kind of the same way as a soccer to try and set the tone for the rest of the season. And again, coming into a new league, those other schools may not necessarily be as familiar with you, but to, you know, as I said, set the tone early on to show mm-hmm. that Lebanon is going to be a team to uh, contend. Yeah. And talking with coach Crofton, I think he kind of mentioned it the other day that, uh, there's no hiding now. There's no easing into this. Um, you go and beat the co-champs um, in four sets. There's the targets kind of on our back now that um, people are kind of like, "Whoa, Lebanon's pretty good here at volleyball and coming yeah. into the league." So, um, but there's no slowing down because you have Anderson and Kings this week, and and you know it, the schedule doesn't get any easier. But as I mentioned before, Coach Crofton. Um, does a great job of, of wanting to play the best competition. And you look at already playing St. Ursula and Mercy McCauley and yeah, those were tough losses, but you learn so much in those defeats and he does a great job of taking those uh, opportunities and, and the way they approach it as uh, 
an opportunity to get better and everyone's on the same page that there's a reason we play those matches um, and there's uh, there's lessons to be learned even in defeat that we want to peak and, and be at our best um, when we reach league play and towards the end as we get to the postseason. So. So with that proverbial target now being out there on on the back of this Lebanon team, you know, as you said, beating Turpin uh, early on, having the success that the, that you have had in the G Walk coming into the ECC, does that help the players because they've been there before? They know that other teams are out there gunning for them. It's just different opponents this time. Yeah, that may be it. I mean, I have I wasn't here during the G Walk days, but I think that. Um, there's a mentality in, in as part of the culture with the volleyball program that they will play anybody anywhere and they expect to have uh, be up there with those teams and, and have really good performances night in and night out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you have that kind of sense of, of we belong with, you know, on the court with anybody, um, mm-hmm. you just, you just keep building on that throughout the year and, and you don't let, um, you don't get too high when there's big wins and you don't get too low when you, when you, when you have uh, big defeats, you just keep on grinding. And, and that's what they're doing. I will say too, I'd like to just give a shout out to mm-hmm. um, um, Lily Cropper, who's a junior um, on our team who just committed over the weekend to play at North Carolina state, um, which is a big deal. That's some big time yeah. volleyball. So um, just wanted to give her a shout out. That's uh, that's, that's huge for Lebanon. Absolutely. That's a, that's a huge deal to be able to go to an ACC school like that. So congratulations to her uh, on that and still big things to come, I'm sure, for, for the, the entire program. And again, we'll be talking about it here each and every week. Uh, lastly on the show, uh, we got we to gotta finish off with football. As you talked about, start, starting in a brand new league in a brand new era in the ECC. Got to earn a tough one week one, beating West Claremont 21-13. to uh, 13. Uh, Take us through that. How did you think your team performed in that one? Well, talking to Coach Hopkins, I think he was very pleased. He kind of expected it to be kind of a, a grinded out, uh, tough-nosed football game. Um, they played them the last two years, very low-scoring games. I think one of them was was a bit of a rain game, but um, kind of knew that coming in. Um, two coaches, two two groups of kids that play the game very similarly, um, well-coached, tough, tough-nosed uh, program. So um, kind of what we expected uh, in terms of, uh, the pace of play, if you will, and things along those lines. But just excited for our kids to to come out with a win. Um, and I know coaches as well. They're kind of turning the page quickly coming up this week, going over to Winton Woods. And you talk about a target on yeah. their back. That's uh, that's the team to beat, no, no question about it. And um, I think they're just looking forward to having the opportunity to, uh, to be the team that could knock them off. So yeah. not hard what- to get motivated for that one. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Winton Woods has been a team seemingly the last handful of years loaded with Division One talent uh, mm-hmm. up and down. And now they're finally, after being an independent, now they're in the ECC as well. So how important was it to get that first win under the belt, knowing that you're going to have to go in and play a very good team, a team that could end up being right there near the top of the league? Yeah, I think it was especially important uh, talking to coach with a sophomore quarterback. Uh, Braden Everett had a great game, um, kind of getting a, a game under his belt um, with kind of a new offensive system and him being a sophomore and then uh, being out with a few kids. You know, we had some kids that are in quarantine going through school and these are just, you know, new um, kind of issues you're dealing with at, at most schools now, you know, different things going on and 
Um, it's kind of the next man up, but getting through that game and be able to get a couple kids back that were starters um, is, is huge as well. So, um, you know, it's short season, you know, you're making the playoffs. You can kind of, uh, you know, roll the dice a bit. We had a flea flicker first play of the game. It didn't exactly work, but that's kind of the mentality this year is, you know, we get to play football and you don't know if you're going to play next week and yeah. coach is just trying to have fun with it and, and uh, move the kids forward. So we're excited for this week. Now that you have a now they have a game under their belts, and now it, we're moving forward, and you can now practice and watch film and get ready for Friday. Is there some kind of sense now that okay, it's back to business? We've dealt with everything as far as the pandemic goes. Yes, that's still kind of lurking, but maybe it's more in the background now. And now we're having more of what we would consider a normal type of season. Is that the feeling around the program right now? I think that getting a, a, a typical game week, if you will, where you get your standard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday prep days and that consistency, I, I certainly think they're going to be a, a little bit more uh, comfortability this week uh, as opposed to the lead up when we didn't know what the crowd size or what anything was going to look like even uh, a few days before that first game. So. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, certainly a big challenge ahead. Uh, again, Lebanon go- taking on Winton Woods on the football field. Uh, this coming Friday, as we talked about here today, a lot of other events going on uh, this week as well. Keith, great catching up with you once again, and we'll do it a week from today and talk more things Warrior Sports. Thanks for all you guys do. Uh, great coverage. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you very much there. That is Athletic Director Keith Pantling joining us here on LebanonWarriors.com for this week in Lebanon Warrior Sports here in ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.